edsniff.com. Sniff the contents. Boost your English skills with Prin. Welcome to the Edsniff podcast, where we'll be talking and sharing tips to help you improve your English skills. My name is Prin, and I'm a teacher of English with a master's in TESOL, or teaching of English to speakers of other languages, from University College London. I'm going to share with you my experience from my years of teaching, especially in writing, which I achieved a full mark in TOEFL IBT writing section. For today, we'll be talking about zero conditional. A zero conditional or a real conditional is a type of conditional. So a conditional sentence comprises of two parts. One part is the if clause, so if something happens, and another part is the result clause, so the thing that follows. For the zero conditional or the real conditional, you use it to talk about things which are always true, so things which are facts, and you use it to talk about the direct result of an action. Let's look at an example. If you heat chocolate. It melts. If you read this sentence, you understand that this is a fact. It's always true because whenever you heat chocolate, so when a chocolate is heated, it melts. It's always true, right? So that's why you use zero conditional. As you can see, in a zero conditional, for the if clause, you begin with the word if. Alternatively, you can use the word when. In zero conditional, so you can say when you heat chocolate, it melts, or you can say if you heat chocolate, it melts. Both of these sentences mean the same in zero conditional. Okay, so for the if clause, the part that begins with the word if or when, you use a present simple, and for the result clause, you also use a present simple. So this is quite straightforward. You use present simple for the if clause, and you use the present simple for the result clause. Okay. Now, the sentence that I said, "If you heat chocolate, it melts." This one, the if clause is in front. So when you write it after the word chocolate in "if you heat chocolate," you need a comma, and then you follow it with the result clause, which is "it melts," and then a full stop. However, You can swap the positions around so it becomes the chocolate or chocolate melts if you heat it. In this case, the if clause is at the back, so you don't need a comma. Okay, so that's how you use zero conditional. I want to talk about another thing which is similar. It's called a conditional with an imperative. So in English, you can write a conditional structure and use it with an imperative. An imperative is a structure which is used to give a command, so you're asking someone to do something, or make a request, or you can warn someone. So an imperative, you don't need a subject to begin. You start the sentence with the base form of the verb. So the base form, if for example you use the word be, it is be. You don't use is, am, or are. Okay, so it's even baser than the present simple. We use a conditional with an imperative to talk about a situation which has not happened yet. So it's like in theory, it's a hypothetical situation, and then you want to show what 
that person should do. So your so it's like your suggested action. Like when that situation happens, what you should do. So in the result clause, when you talk about what you should do, you use the imperative. Let's look at an example. If you are unhappy, talk to me. So for the if clause, it's normal. It's just a present simple. You have if, you have you are, which is a present simple, and then unhappy, and then a comma because in this case the if clause comes in front, right? After that, you have the result clause, and since we are writing a conditional with an imperative, you begin it with an imperative, obviously. So begin it with the base form of the verb. So you just write talk to me. See, there's no subject. So that's An example of a conditional with an imperative. You use it to talk about something which has not happened yet, but you just want to suggest if that thing happens, what the listener or the reader should do. Okay, so I'll leave you with these two things, two conditionals, which are all related to zero or real conditional. So basically, you use zero or real conditional when you want to talk about facts or things which are always true. And you use conditional with an imperative to talk about a hypothetical situation, so something which has not happened yet, and you want to suggest what the listener or the reader should do. Okay, so if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please do tell me. And if you have any piece of writing you would like me to check, you can email it to me at contact at edsniff dot com. That's C O N. T A C T at e d s n i f f dot com, and please follow me at edsniff dot com for great posts, podcasts, and videos. Okay, until the next episode, have a good day. Edsniff dot com.